Well, hi, Kendall. Hey, Colbs. <laughs> hey, Colby. Hey, Coco. All my nicknames. Should I get through the roster? Or should I just get more into using Coco? Up to you. Because I feel like you love Coco, but part of me is like, Colbs. Well, I grew up with Coco. I mean, after a certain age, they started calling me Colby. But like, my dad's always called me Coco. My mom always called me Coco. Like, I was always just Coco, you know? Yeah. Because when you're talking to your mom, she's like, hey, Coco. Oh, did she say that? Yeah. Every time she answers, she goes, hey, Coco. Yeah. See, like, I don't even hear it anymore because I'm so used to it. And I'm pretty sure... I've heard you on the phone with your dad and I, it's Coco. Yeah. I just got to get used to Coco. I make my own nicknames for people and that's... Well, like I said, I told you once, people just default to Colbs. But I'm also a trendsetter. I like to think that I'm a trendsetter. Like, I don't know how people keep defaulting to Colbs. Is it because like if your name doesn't end in a Y, your nickname ends in a Y. And then if your name doesn't in a Y, then they have to change it to like something plural. Like if your name ended with a Y, if your name actually was Kenny, I'd call you Ken's. You could. And I was thinking, like, what about, like, a Lindsay? But then I was like, no, that has an S. Like, what about Tiffany? I would just go Tiff. I wouldn't go Tiffs. Tiffs is kind of cute. It is kind of (laughs) cute. I think it's just a me thing where I like to shorten people's names and add an S. Like, Megs or this girl. I used to work with her name was Hazel, but I'd call her Hazelnut. That's cute. I'm sure she got that one a lot. (laughs) It started to take off. Um, Okay. Tangent. Should we just start again? I think we should. Yeah. I'm Colby. And I'm Kendall. And this is Can Afford Afford Therapy. Therapy. Wow, that was so good. We are professionals. By now. (laughs) Episode one. Episode one. Professional immediately. But yeah, we are so excited to get started. This is our first episode of the official Can Afford Therapy podcast. And, you know, we're going to dive on deep into one of our topics that we have pre-saved or pre, you know, pre-discussed. Not pre-discussed, but pre Pre-noted. Yeah, that's good. Pre-noted. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we going to talk about today, Kendall? I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? Independent, because I can spell. (laughs) (laughs) Just so the pod people are aware, Kendall did that to me, and I said... I don't know what that is. Yeah, I saw a viral video, basically like, how do you spell independent? And everybody does that. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. And I just thought that that was like common knowledge for everybody. Like everybody just, that's how we spell it. Um, And Colby does not know the song, so. That was the moment you were like, our age difference is really showing here. Yeah, that's when I, that's when I realized that I'm old. Well, you're not old. You're just, you're a millennial and I'm a Gen Z. So there are some things that I did not experience. And that was one of those things. Very true. But today's podcast topic is all about independence and living on your own. Yes. The theme of today is just, you know, really finding yourself and getting your footing, living on your own and independence in just your early twenties. And just, I have a lot to say on it because I'm experiencing it. So that's why we're talking about it. Exactly. We thought that this would be a good one because Colby just moved into her new apartment and it looks amazing, by the way. This is the first time I've ever seen her apartment. Looks great in here. And Colby, honestly, I'm really impressed with what you've created in such a short time. How long have you been here? 12 weeks. It's been 12 weeks? Maybe 11 weeks. Wow. All I know is the Kardashians aired their Hulu show and I moved in. That's the timeline. (laughs) That's like our timestamp. Yes, exactly. It was like that week, which is about 11, 12 weeks ago now. Yeah. 12. Yeah. Yeah. 12. It's been 12. It's been 12 weeks. I can't believe I've been here that long. 12 weeks. That's exciting. 
Okay, so just to give some backstory, I lived with my parents my whole life. I never moved out for college. Like I commuted to my school from my the home I grew up in. There was no point where it made sense for me to move out just because of like the way my family was structured and what was going on in my life. Like there was, you know, I don't want to get into it too much right now. Like mm-hmm. we're just starting out. But just to say like basically there's no true opportunity where it made sense for me to move out just because financially or like what was going on with my family at the time, we went through a lot of turmoil. Not necessarily turmoil. There was, there was a lot happening basically, you know, home life. So now I'm 24 years old. I feel like it's older to like move out. But then again, with this day and age, people are staying home longer. And I'm also Hispanic. So I feel like that lends a hand, you know. But also I always tell people like if you can and it's a good environment for you you should do that for as long as you can I know people are like oh I still live with my parents this and that but before you move out by yourself you need to be not just independent but financially independent and know what that means so I'm all for saving up your money if you can stay at your parents you know for myself I had requirements I put on myself like I was like I want it to be a one bedroom I knew I did not want a studio I knew I wanted to live alone and I knew I wanted my dog to come with me. So I had requirements, you know, I had to meet them and I wasn't just going to rush into it. And I wanted to be able to decorate and feel like an adult. And that meant saving. And that meant, you know, sitting on my little nest for a little while, especially because I wanted to do it smart and not have like no money um, when I was done with it. Exactly. So it took like saving up and like I am 24 and finally living alone. And it has been such a big change in my life. I finally feel like the person that I had been trying to become for the last like three years. Like it gave you that space. Yeah. I mean, it was more so that I was already so independent living with my family. I already bought my own groceries and I, you know, already was paying my car payment. I pay for everything myself, my insurance, you know, everything. I was already doing all that myself. Like I wasn't getting any support from them financially. Mm -hmm. It felt like I was ready to keep growing. And I think when you're with your family, you always revert back to like the dynamics that were established when you were younger. Mm. And when you're living with them and only ever lived with them, Mm. it's hard to grow out of those dynamics in general. And you're kind of always forced to stay in that box. Mm -hmm. And also like when you still live with your parents, it's hard to like really find yourself because you still have to answer to them. Like, I think like if you respect your parents in any form, like you're going to tell them where you're going and who you're seeing, you know, even though no part of me wants to do that. (laughs) And I did avoid it for a very long time. And I usually tell them I'm going out like they don't need to know. That's all you need to know. Yeah. You don't need to know anything else. Let me tell you. Um, Being in my own place, it really was so freeing. I felt like I was finally able to just do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it, how I wanted to do it. I think also like I am kind of OCD. I mean, (laughs) okay. Well, you know, to be so um, matter of fact, I don't think you're like super OCD. I think you just know what you want and like what you want, how you want it. You can't have that when you're living with your parents. No. Like, If you have roommates, you know, you can, for most part, be able to still establish how you like to do, you know, your thing. But when you live with your parents, you really can't. Like, it's still like their house, their rules kind of vibes. Like, I, my mom was very like, no decor that doesn't match my decor. Mm. Like, if I had something that I really liked... And I wanted it like in the living room because I wanted to be able to see it. She would then put it in my room. Mm. She was like, it doesn't fit my aesthetic. And so she put it into my room. You know, it's so hard to live your life in this like tiny little square of a room. Like, yeah, um, it's just it really is like kind of hard to cope with waking up and being alone. Mm-hmm. That is something like I did like, like I always knew there was someone in the house. Once you're like completely 
alone, it really is a different feeling. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, personally have never, I don't want to say I never lived on my own, right? No, you did. I mean, I did, but like I always had the help of my dad and I would split things. And then when he moved, my brother moved in. And of course that was super helpful because it was financially helpful, but he was never home. So that was kind of my, I got to learn things alone. Um, But I mean, even to this day, now that I live with my fiance and I hate to be alone in the house, I like to know that like he's there just in case because I have anxiety, but I mean, as a woman in this day and age, of course you're going to have anxiety being in your own home alone like that's kind of crazy that we have to do that feel that way but like I hate to shower when nobody's home like I would wait for Tom no, to get literally, home literally when I moved in it was within the first like two weeks or so I was showering and I'm still you know it's a new place like you're not familiar with the um squeaks and the creaks squeaks and creaks <laughs> is that what it's called <laughs> what's it actually there's a saying what is the actual saying it's the creaks and the um creaks and crackle <laughs> cracks and creaks no that's not it it's um creaks and creaks and creaks <laughs> i have no clue i think we're hallucinating it we both hallucinate the same saying but i'm also wondering if it's um like if we're thinking nooks and crannies no like an old house it creaks and crackles <laughs> creaks and squeaks <laughs> i like the creaks and squeaks Okay, so like you're not used to all the bumps and creaks that go on and you're, you know, just true old building, you know, and I was getting out of the shower and I literally thought I heard someone in the apartment. My heart, like I was still and I could just feel my heart pounding and it was literally just my upstairs neighbor. I just wasn't used to it yet. Like it's a new place and it's really scary and I'm still like sometimes afraid at night. Like I'll be locking up. I actually, this is a story I haven't told you yet. Um, This was a couple weeks ago. I was laying in bed watching Stranger Things as one does and someone rang my doorbell (gasps) and it was like 11 p.m. maybe 1130 at night. Might even been later than that. My upstairs neighbors, they're for sure like college kids and I think it was one of like their friends trying to find them but I literally was Mm. so scared. I didn't know what to do i was like do i call the police did you answer the door no why would i but you do i laid in bed still you didn't even go look and look through your people no i do that i'll look through my people but i'm like please be quiet please be quiet please don't I, please don't listen i was to too me. worried that they'd be able to hear me walk through the apartment and like hear me looking through the people <laughs> that is scary though like i i think they're just at the wrong apartment i hate when my doorbell rings just anyways or like a knock on the door i'm like who is here and what do they want but that's scary but it was so scary and also speaking of neighbors <laughs> moving out on your own and getting to know your neighbors is wild because i have yet to meet those neighbors that had a late night visitor they're really? the loud yeah they're the loudest out of the whole like six residents of this building like they're the loudest ones like i never hear my downstairs neighbors and never hear the neighbors across the hall i never hear the neighbors upstairs it's literally just the ones upstairs to the left so they're above your people who are across mm-hmm. interesting yeah. every day pretty yeah it's it's nightly that they're pretty loud but once it gets to like a saturday or a friday night they're pretty loud. I really think they're college kids. <laughs> Probably. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, there's college right here, so. Okay, so now that you've been here, you said for 12 weeks, mm-hmm. what do you think has been the most eye-opening thing, like living on your own? Now, I'm not sure if this is a Gen Z thing or if it's just a modern age thing, but when I lived with my family, I always had to have something playing. Like I always had to have a podcast or I always had to have a YouTube video or a Netflix show. I always had to have something playing in the background. 
that I could be watching or listening to. Moving out on my own, I've like found my inner peace. Mm. Like I said, I don't know if it's a Gen Z thing where you always had to have something on because my brother's like that too. But now that I'm alone, I can just be quiet with myself. Interesting. Yeah. I really like that because I don't think I'm like that. What, always watching something? No, like I feel like I do have to have something on all the time. But I think my dad did this a lot too, is it was always QVC on. So it was always a television thing in the back and it was just for like background noise or um, like on the weekends it would be music. Yeah, like just calming music. And nowadays... I mean, I feel like my house is loud just in general, but to this day, I think I always need to have something on, but I think you are right at the same time, because if I was talking to you, I would have to mute my television. Maybe that's just a me thing. And Dom finds that so weird. You have to mute your television? I had like um, a couple friends over and I was like sitting talking with them and the TV was on, but I muted it because I was like, we're having a conversation. You need the moving picture in the background. He's like, why wouldn't you just turn it off? I guess, but he was also like, why'd you mute it? Like, why couldn't you just have that on in the background? And I was like, I don't know. Like, huh. I never think of that. My mind is crazy too. I don't know. But that's, it's just crazy that you said that. Cause I was like, maybe I haven't found my. <laughs> no, I really think it came with like being by myself. Like, I feel like, you know, it might even be a defense mechanism. Like when I was living with my parents, it's like, don't talk to me. So you'd have things on like, I'm busy. Mm -hmm. I'm doing, I'm into something else. Right. That makes sense. Like, don't talk to me. Like I'm doing my thing. Right. And it's kind of like a way to like have a privacy bubble. Mm. Yeah. I don't need it here. Like you came over. I didn't have anything on. Did I? I don't think so. No, I don't think you did. Yeah. I like that. Okay. What about like, what's something that you didn't like realize when you moved in? Like what's something you didn't think about? And then when you moved in, you're like, how did I not think about this? I'm an overthinker. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely don't think there was something I was like, huh, didn't think about that. Cause I probably thought about everything. <laughs> That's actually true. I feel like you do. You're someone who's like, okay, this section, like, what do I need for this? And what's this going to be like? And that. I think like, what did I not, I wasn't expecting to feel so, I need to figure out how to like verbalize it. Um, okay. So like for an example, I used to have a 2003 Volkswagen Beetle. I loved it. It was so cute. Jealous of it. It was so cute for the time. But then once it became like 2018, it was kind of run down. The inside was not looking the cutest. All right. Just like, did you have your flowers on the dash or? Of course. Was that a real thing? Yes. Like you'd have a real vase. It comes with a vase. You didn't know this? Volkswagen Beetles come with vases behind the steering wheel. That's why everyone has a flower because there's a vase. You know what I did at Christmas time? I do a tree. Oh my God. And I would put the mini Christmas tree in and then I would hang those um, artificial tree scents that you put on artificial trees to make it smell like Christmas trees. I would put that in my car and people would come and be like, is that a real pine? And I was like, no, but. What about ornaments? Would you like have it decorated? Of course. <gasps> of course I did. You know what I did? What? <laughs> I used the same one every year. I took little beads. The tree was like this big. About oh, a six cool. inch tree. So about that. I took these beads. They were pearls and they were different color pearls. And I hot glued them onto the tree. And then I made a little star and it was literally a Christmas tree. That is so... Nowadays, I probably would have gotten the little um, mini light up Christmas tree lights and like wrapped it around that. You had to do what you had to do. Yeah. It was cute for the time. But nowadays, I probably make it a light up version. This is beyond the yeah, story. <laughs> so I had this Volkswagen Beetle and the inside, you know, Volkswagens, you know, love Volkswagen, but they don't really hold up. At least they used to not really hold up the interior very well, especially with convertible. Like convertibles are just so susceptible to the elements 
Um, so since I wasn't looking too cute by 2018 and, you know, I would have friends or like male love interests, you know, into the car and I would be ashamed. I'd be like embarrassed that I had this car and like it wasn't, you know, like a better car. And then in 2018, I got my car that I have now, which I love so much. And it is a sports car and everyone always comments on it because <laughs> I have a sports car and um, it, it looks cool. It's a good looking car. I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? Like I got it because it's pretty. Yeah. And then I started to be embarrassed that I had such a nice car. Why? (laughs) Why would you be embarrassed to have such a nice car? It was embarrassing because I'd be like dating someone who would start to feel inadequate because I had such a nice car. So the same goes for living alone. So I lived at my parents' house and I was ashamed. I still lived in my parents' house. I hated telling people, especially like, because I was like getting older, you know, I was like 24. I mean, I'm 24 now, but like I was, you know, getting older and I was like, yeah, I still live with my parents. Um, You know, what about you? And and it's usually like, oh, I have roommates, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Then once I moved out, it was like embarrassing to then have an apartment by myself. Because you thought... It's like now that people were thinking, oh, she's so above my my like level because Mm -hmm. she's established or, you know, yeah, independent. I genuinely feel like it's become something that is like a turn off to guys because Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, she's so independent. Like, oh, she doesn't need me. Like she like makes so much more money than me. Like, I feel like this is what's going on in their head because they see me living in a, you know, a nice apartment um, alone and it's a one bedroom and they're always surprised by how nice it is. (laughs) And it's kind of like, ah, okay, this is just going to my love life. I feel like the right guy won't won't care about that stuff, you know, of course. Mm -mm. But I think like that's the one thing I didn't anticipate was feeling like how I did my car. But you shouldn't. At the end no, of the I know, day. I know, I know. But I'm saying that's just one thing I didn't anticipate. The question was. Yeah, I mean, very true, very true, very true. Yeah. But I think that that's common with a lot of people. And I think like, especially as women, like we need to make sure that we're financially independent before like, and we're okay with that at the same time and not letting other people kind of like make us feel weird or whatnot about being independent. I mean, would they not love to like move into this place? Help take over some bills? That's another thing, too, is I feel like um, guys then want me to take care of them. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Because they see me with, like, the place, like... Obviously, we're going to hang out here, you know, Mm -hmm. because why would I want to go hang out with your five roommates? (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, of course, we're going to go hang out at my place where it's just my own space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Guys start to feel like they want me to take care of them. So, like, they're not picking up the bill anymore. Which is so annoying. They're not driving. I also have a better car than them. You're just much better than them. (laughs) I'm just so out of their league. That's the problem. But you're going to, like, I think what's you know, good about that though, is you, you find the right person when they see that. But I think that that's also really good, like to know that, but also like when that right guy comes, they're not going to be scared by all that, even if they're not there yet. I think that it will motivate them to want to be better or want to not just be better than you. That's not what I'm saying, but like be better for you. Also be able to provide. But no, I definitely can see some similarity. I think when I first started seeing my fiance, he was in a transitional period. He never 
made me feel any type of way, I think, for being independent. But I do remember I had a lot going on for myself, right? I was running an actual Starbucks store. I was paying for everything myself. It was kind of like I didn't I didn't necessarily need someone. And I think that that's the put off. Right. If that makes sense. No, 100%. That's what I feel right now. Currently, is I feel like I don't need someone and it's turning away contenders, Mm -hmm. you know? Like when you were at Starbucks, you used to work at Starbucks, so everyone knows. I did. And you were like pretty high up for store level. Like you went to like the highest point of store level. Is that right? I was. Um, Which is hard. I mean, that's hard to do. Like you like put in your hours, you were doing your work. But I did it very strategically. And I think that we really need to kind of see like, what is your future and how are you going to get there? If, even if you don't have the means, right? So like I decided to work at a place that had extremely good benefits. They had really good pay. Um, I couldn't go to college, right? I could not afford to put myself through college. My family wasn't putting me through college. Starbucks was able to put me through college, right? So it was really like making those smart decisions while also gaining the tools that you need, I think, for life. So I was very smart with that. I always say you should work for a place while maybe you are living with your parents, right? That's going to also benefit you. It's like Starbucks, they give you stocks. They give you... This is now an ad for Starbucks corporate <laughs> corporation. But like they were, they are really good, especially for people who... Um, do want to be independent like they give you stocks they give you bonuses they put you through school they really believe in their people and for you to gain the tools um to go for it and I really don't know where I'm going with this but I think it's very important for you to like set yourself up before you are living on your own so doing it the smart way to live on your own smart way like you should know what's coming in what's going out I also say four month savings just for survival do you have four month savings um, it whittled down a little bit. Um, I'm not going to lie. you're going to get it back up? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sell more for salespeople in our regular day job. But you're reminding me of something that I did want to touch on, which is when you are living with your parents and like you want to live alone, like your goal is to move out. And if you were like me and you had a one track mind of like, I want to live alone. I don't want roommates. When I was still living with my parents and I really wanted to move alone, like I felt myself starting to feel more and more depressed because I was, I felt like, how am I going to get myself to where I want to be? It's so hard in this day and age. And like, I just remember like being on the phone with my good friend, Michelle, and just her and I would empathize with each other so much. And like, we both just wanted to be independent. We wanted to start our lives. It really felt like our lives were on hold. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we weren't on our own. You know, it really did feel like my life wasn't getting started. And I felt, you know, I started to feel really depressed, like constantly trying to budget, like, how am I going to make this work? How am I going to do this? And I think like being stuck there, I felt so, I don't know how to describe it. Like I felt like, I felt like it was never going to happen. Like I felt like this is my life. I'm just going to, I'm never going to reach my goal. I'm never going to move out on my own. I'm never going to be able to do that. I just... I, and it really made me upset. Like I really was devastated every day. Like it was something I thought about on the daily. It was, mm-hmm. how am I going to move out? How am I going to move out? Because I was tired of living at home. I had never been able to move out. And like, you know, living with your parents when you are your own person now, like you're a full blown adult. Like once I feel like once you pass 21, that's like the start of adulthood. And like once I'm like 24, I'm like, OK, I'm an adult. Just wait till 25. 
good, good, good. But um, I felt just felt like so like I'm an adult. I don't want to be still living with my parents. We were just butting heads all the time. We were always fighting. You're not a girl, not yet a woman. I'm just kidding. Well, I was definitely a woman. Definitely <laughs> it just felt like um a daily beating. Like it just felt like I couldn't do it. And you know, if you're going through this right now, like this is to you, the audience, you know, if you're going through it right now, I know this is so cliche, but I swear to God, it gets better. Like it really does. And if you have a goal and you have set your mind to it, like I, like I had really determined I'm going to do it. And I was like, one way or another, I'm going to make it happen. And if you have the same mindset, you can do it. I swear to God, it gets better. It gets easier once you've established your path. Honestly, you're right. Colby is correct. And I really think it's all about manifesting. And I even remember like when you were moving, I was festering her. I was like, are you sure? Did you budget this? Are you doing this? Like, did you do this? And Colby's like, Kendall, I, I get it. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely my older sister it. vibes. But you did such a great job. Like Aww. so impressed because it's like this place is great. Even though people will be questioning you, like, are you sure everything's good? Like, you're going to get this from everybody once you start to move out. Like, just know that once you manifest it and you put your mind to it, everything will be fine. Everything really will be fine. Not only manifesting, because you know more than anyone, I believe in manifesting. Oh, she does. <laughs> I really do. But I think also, especially with something so tangible as moving out, like that's a big life event. Manifest it. But I think manifesting in a way where you have determined your requirements, like I did, where I was like one bedroom, no roommates, mm -hmm. must have dogs. I had my requirements, right? So if yours is ocean view, that's yours, you know, walking distance to the local cafe, like whatever your requirement is, write it down and that's manifest manifesting your requirements and then establish a path to get to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. It's not like I just sat at home writing down what I hoped and wished for. I then broke it down to what is going to cost, what I'm looking for, and having a plan for how I'm going to get to my goal of savings for what I'm trying to manifest. So it's a combination and you're going to put in the effort. Yeah, you have to. You have to put in the effort. You have to also manifest. I really do believe in manifesting. Yeah. And I think like you have to put in the effort and like you have to be the one spearheading it. Like once you move out on your own, you you are on your own. Like I do, I don't have my family helping me like at all. Like I am fully independent. Like, and you know, if you're lucky enough to have family helping you, that's great. Great for you. Honestly, mm -hmm. wish it was me. Yeah. I'll take a handout. Yeah. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> Give me. <laughs> My cash app is. <laughs> yeah. I don't have that. I don't either. <laughs> my but my Venmo. <laughs> but like it is like once you have to believe in yourself because once you're on your own, you're on your own. And if you don't believe in yourself, who is? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And you know what I love the most about living on your own is you get to develop your own routines, mm -hmm. like your own routines. You also get to put things where you want them to go. You get to decide where they go, what you're going to buy. You know, when I did move in, Kendall was so gracious and amazing. Oh. She gave me the best gift, a new homeowner. I'm not a homeowner, but like a new... Like a housewarming gift. Yeah, the best housewarming gift I've ever gotten. I've only moved out once. <laughs> <laughs> but the best housewarming gift anyone could have asked for. Would you like to tell them what it was? Yes. I never really got to do this until Colby. You were able to give this gift as someone who has already been independent and lived on their own and done their whole, you know, establishing of what they like. 
Yes. I think when I started to live on my own, so did everybody else around me. So we were all kind of figuring it out together. When Colby got her own place, I was so excited because I had found my, what I call like holy grails for my house, right? There's like a few products that are going to be staples. I might stray from them sometimes, but it's not on purpose. It's (laughs) out of necessity. So what I gave her was, it's a cardboard box, it was going to be a basket, but it was a lot of stuff at that point. (laughs) But I have like four major things that I think are staples. One, your paper towels. Viva. I have no clue what they're called, but they're aesthetically pleasing. Like, how would you describe them? They're just like, they're sleek. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good way to say that. They're just sleek and they're perfect. They're perfect. Um, Toilet paper is, I mean, a sensitive topic. You really should find your favorite toilet paper. Costco is a good one, but my holy grails is Cottonelle. I don't care if it's ultra clean or ultra comfort. It doesn't matter. I don't judge that part. Just Cottonelle. It is so soft. It is so soft. It really is. And it is so good. Um, Connell, if you'd like to sponsor us, so you can reach us at... <laughs> Any of these people, please sponsor me, please. These will always be my house. Um, Dish soap. Now, when we moved to the peninsula, we figured out that dishwashers are not a thing, usually. Well, I have a dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> so we figured out that if you live like in an older home, you most likely will not have a dishwasher. So Dawn dish soap is by far the supreme. It is the top of the top. I have to Dawn say, dish soap. I've gotten very into the Dawn superwash or whatever it's called. Yes. Literally life-changing. Yes. I might stray again, but it's always... Right back to Dawn. Right back to Dawn. If it's good enough for those ducks and the oil spill, it's good enough for me. Exactly. Was it ducks? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then for laundry, I really don't care what type of detergent it is, but... You have to use Danny's Unstoppable scent beads, and I do not care if that is a modern-day scam. Take all my money. I know. I've been hearing about that so much. That's a modern-day scam. Yeah, but I don't care. (laughs) I will throw those in my wash all the time. I just love that you know what you love, and you're sticking to it. I know what I love. Yeah. And those things bring me joy. It's kind of like, and that's like where I want to know your stables. And one of the first things I asked Colby when she was going to move in was... What's your house scent going to be? Oh, that's right. Did I ask? Didn't I say anthropology candles? Yeah, just anthropology candles, which was, I guess, a trick question because I myself don't really have a household scent, but it's just tons of candles going at the same time. You know what has become my like room scent, though, is sweet whiskey. Go into my room right this second okay, and going. give it a smell. Give it a, give it a whiff. I got to go. Oh, that's good doesn't that smell so good that's actually really good also colby's getting me on these what are these called wallflowers yeah the from wall- bath and body works that's where they're from do they catch on fire though dom was telling me that some are like known to catch fire in my experience they've never caught fire oh thank god i really was holding my breath thinking like <laughs> it was just something i dealt with i was like this smells worth it <laughs> I'm just going to deal with fires, spontaneous combustion at any given moment with my dog in the apartment alone. I'm just going to deal with it. Okay. But I was going to say what's great is now that like when I take Abby out with me and like we go like my mom's house and I pick her up or something, I can smell my smell. Your home. Yeah. Yeah.
And it's crazy to have my own smell. Which I love. Did you create any um, or have you developed any like household holy grails staples so far? You know, this one's kind of random. It is a special like rake for carpets and furniture. So, you know, rakes up all the hair and like fur, like it just gets it all. It's the kind of stuff you can't do with like a vacuum, you know, like a vacuum isn't going to get it all. I'll send you the Amazon link. Thank you. Is it small though? Like, do you have to get on your hands and knees or is it like extendable? So they have different sizes. (gasps) No, they do. They do. I'm telling you. So I have a small one um, for the couch and I've been using the small one because I need to get the bigger one, but I've been using the small one. And I mean, it's good because there's like a couple spots that usually get really covered in fur and I like to just really get at it. Uh, Yeah. Send me breaks before you got here. (laughs) Send me the link. But okay. So you found some holy grails, holy staples. Hopefully some of mine made it because I do like to leave a little little touch on the heart. But I want to know your routines. Like what is your weekend routine? Um I don't think I really have like a Saturday routine. I have more of a Sunday routine, though. What do you do on Sundays? I strip the bed. Every other Sunday, I wash the duvet cover. Mm. I mean, that doesn't need to be washed often, but, you know, every other. And I skip it every once in a while, you know, feeling a little lazy. Yeah. I like to scrub down the bathroom. Like, I really deep clean. Like, I'll, you know, take everything off the counter and, like, really get in there. And then I'll clean everything I put back on the counter, you know, like my skincare and everything. Um, And I really deep clean the toilet and I really get in there in the tub. (laughs) So Sunday's your cleaning day. Yeah, Sunday's my cleaning day. And I think it's because I just like to have the whole week where I don't think about cleaning. No, I agree. And tell me why everybody's cleaning day is on Sunday. Because the week is busy. I agree. But that's why I wanted to ask you. Like, I wanted to make sure that, like... You want to feel validated. Yeah, I always was like, everybody's cleaning day is on Sunday. It like, is. Like, everybody's. Um, so I just wanted to make sure I that... I dust, I rake. <laughs> I rake my carpet (laughs) and my couch. Some people might be raking their yards while Colby is raking her house. I usually give Abby a bath. I just started giving her oatmeal bath. That's really good for for them. Yeah, because she's just been a little itchy, so started doing that. But yeah, that's my Sunday routine for the most part. I like to go easy for the most part. So then what about your weekday routines when you come home from work, obviously, because oh. <laughs> we know that you wake up, get ready, go to work. So you come home. What are your evenings look like? OK, so I come home. Um, first thing I do is change into come really comfy clothes mm-hmm. because, you know, coming from the office, I feel like I'm cosplaying a businesswoman every day. Then I take Abby for a walk immediately because she is just ready to show the world her energy. And then I come home and I do whatever I was telling myself I need to do that day. Like, I feel like my ADHD makes it so I don't have like a set routine. It's more like I have to give Abby a walk and I have to change. And then the rest of the night is whatever I've determined I have to do. Like, I'll do my nails. I will edit something for podcast or I will, you know, um, do something for work that I forgot to do at the office or I don't want to do tomorrow and like get it done now or like because it's fresh in my mind still, you know, mm-hmm. I do whatever I feel I have to do during that time. And then I've been going to bed so early recently and I just tuck myself in around 930 now, honestly, and I read my book and I just. But I love that you do that. I kind of want to try taking that from you. Go ahead, please. But then do. I just fall asleep on my couch. <laughs> well, you know, I think also because right now there's no good shows. There was Stranger Things finished volume one in Mm -hmm. two days. I love to watch movies, but I feel like I haven't really been in a movie mood 
recently. Um, so I've been more just like reading books. I've been so into books, as you know. I've been mm-hmm. going to the bookshop mm-hmm. constantly. Constantly. There's also a really cute guy at the bookshop. Oh. I didn't know that you were going to mention that. <laughs> Kendall knows all about my crush. I'm going to tell the pod just because, you know, you guys are my friends and I want you guys to know I have a really big crush on the bookshop worker and he has stopped being there every time I'm there and I don't think it's intentional. Well, it's obviously not intentional. <laughs> he doesn't know I exist. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, He's so cute. He's really cute. You can't tell me he's not cute. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that honestly, like, I think you guys would be a good match because, I mean, from what Colby has shown me. Okay, let's be real. People find we are the FBI. Let's just let's be real. Let's be real. We are the FBI. We can find out anything from online searches. And I found this man's whole life story. Let me tell you, I thought I was like kind of good at like figuring out things. Colby takes it to another level. I might be the FBI. She's the CIA. I guess you could say I'm like the CIA. I just, I needed to know some information. I decided it was imperative to know. Like I said, when Colby has something in her mind, like she's a go-getter and she will, um, she'll make it happen. You know, that's a nice way of putting it. So basically, you know, I, I've been going to the bookstore for how long, you know, already going there all the time, love the bookstore. And he's just really cute. He's a worker there and he's caught my eye. And I wanted to know more about him. So I found out more about him. (laughs) But anyway, now I go to the bookstore way more frequently in hopes of a meet cute. (laughs) But it's also good because it's like... Because I'm also getting a new book. I'd I'd be going anyway. Yeah, you would be. And it's also more natural, I feel. Plus, you're getting your knowledge on and you're getting your creative flow. So it's all a win-win. It is a win-win, except he's never there. Literally, the last time I saw him, I decided I was like, okay, next time I see him, I'm going to shoot my shot, right? Mm-hmm. I have been to the book. This was three weeks ago, last time I saw him. And I've been to the bookshop at least once a week since, if not more, because I've been getting, I just want to get the books, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I've been going, you know, all the time. But you got to shoot your shot. But my point is like, I'm trying to shoot my shot and he's never there. I'm like fully willing to shoot my shot. I just have not seen him since the last moment I decided I was going to shoot my shot. But when it's meant to be, it will be, you know? Yeah. So you're telling me it's not meant to be? Not yet. Like when it's the right time, your paths will come and maybe it's the right time for you, but maybe not for him yet. Yeah. I just feel like right now I'm sitting around like a princess in a tower, just waiting for someone to knock on my door. And I don't think it's going to happen. Let down your hair. (laughs) I just got a haircut. (laughs) I feel like I'm trying to put myself out there, you know? As you should. That's a different topic for another time. <laughs> we need to get back to I-N-D-E. What is it? I thought you could spell. <laughs> I-N-D-E-P-E-N-T-E-N-C. Do you know what that means? I just didn't know the um, rhythm. Mm. And now she'll never forget it. It's like the same thing with like B-A-N-A-N-A-S or, you know, to be. G-L- I was going to say now that Jack Harlow is making Glamorous popular again. All right. Well, I think that's everything we have to say. Do you have anything else? I think that's all. I did say living on your own dislikes. One was being alone. Paying monthly. Hate that part. I've said that to you. Think about rent. (laughs) The thing that really irks me about rent is you have to pay it monthly. But not just rent. Um, You got to pay all your bills monthly. Why? Like, why can't it be every other month? Like, I just don't like that it's every month. It's just, it's too frequent. Months are too short. I'm sorry, but like months are too short. They're flying by. Who said that they should only be 30 to 31 days? In some cases, 28? 28? In some cases, 29? Every four years? 
You know, like my grandpa was born on a leap year. Oh, so he like never aged. <laughs> he's like five. Yeah, he's still a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Button. In. No, that'd be reversing. I think he was born on a leap year. Oh. Don't quote me on that. I feel like, oh. You know? Oh, that's my mom. I'm such a Leo. I literally have had the thought before that my baby's going to be born on a leap year. What if it is? <laughs> but I'm such a Leo. I'm like the most special day. Like, of course, like my baby would be born. Wait, what on a sign would that be? I think an Aquarius. That's a good one. No, it wouldn't be. February 19th is Pisces. <laughs> I would be a Pisces. I just don't really vibe with Pisces after <laughs> some history there. <laughs> but yeah, that's just my my dislikes. I also think it's like, you know, you got adults. Well, I think honestly, I, I've worn out this topic. Do you have anything else you want to say? No, I think I brought everything that I need to to this table. And this was such a great session. I feel like this was really good because I haven't been able to express to you how I've been feeling. And I have been feeling like I'm getting my footing and I'm still kind of figuring out what this means for me. Exactly. And I think that this will be good to reflect on, you know, come season two, maybe we can reflect on this and kind of just see where you're at. And also, I think that this kind of gets you moving into like really settling down in your house and kind of figuring it out. You're already on the path, but this is like another level. Yeah, you're definitely right. Well, this was so much fun. Catch me raking my carpet. (laughs) Gotta go. I gotta go stock up on all my holy grails for all of those brands. You can contact us on Instagram (laughs) at Therapy Official if you would like. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.